You're listening to the Ina Theory Podcast. Good evening, angels. So I'm on my way home from work. It was it was a long day, um, but it was positive. So today, this evening, I wanted to kind of get into it with you guys real quick, real quick about friends. Friends. So with family, we were given them with no choice. But with friends, we're given a choice. And, you know, the way we were raised deeply impacts the way we friend, right? So if we're like, if we were raised to where we were allowed to treat people poorly, but we had things that they wanted, and we knew that, like a car, money, but the people didn't like us. They just knew we spent money. And you were a jerk, and you knew that people looked at you disgusted, but you knew that they stuck around because of what you had. and That kind of mattered to you. That was all that mattered was what you had. So we have different types of people who have grown up. And when you were little, like even with my kids, when they were little, I told them that you give people three strikes and they're out. You don't give them a fourth chance to work against you, right? So, so for me, I don't really think that I am here allowed to really have friends. Like, I'm not allowed to have real friends because of my position on earth. And maybe the reason why is because I should only have angel friends like myself that are powerful because there's no doubt that becoming my friend the wickedness is going to come against you so if you're weak it's going to take you down one of the craziest things for me is that it seems like you know I was told you know, like about 10 years ago that I was not a good friend or I didn't know how to be a friend to people because they just weren't, didn't like what I was given, you know. But when I meet people in advance, I warn them that I'm not somebody looking for somebody to talk to every single day, all day, every two minutes. Oh, let's get together. Let's come over my house. Let me come over your house. Mm-mm. I'm married and I'm a mom. And I'm super ambitious. And I'm trying to figure all this shit out. So I just don't have time to commit myself like that. I really don't. And you know what happens sometimes when you talk that much? You get talked out and you start talking shit and argue. <laughs> I don't want to argue with my friends. Because if we're friends, we should not be arguing. We're going to disagree because we're not going to agree on everything. But it's your reaction or your behavior in regards to our disagreement. It's real funny how, you know, we as humans can expect people to do a certain thing or expect or respect, but we're so disrespectful. And the saddest part for me is how many people, how many angels that I love are broken through their indoctrination. 
So envy is a huge, huge, huge trigger for people who have multiple personality disorders or disassociated identities disorder. And a lot of people aren't even um, diagnosed with this disorder. They just have all of the um, symptoms. And people want to say, oh, it's bipolar. It's narcissistic. No, it's a personality disorder as a result of trauma. All right? So I have a friend, a lady that I called a friend at the time. Now I just realized they're angels on this journey. But she was, um, she was in a leadership position that, you know, people were inclined to believe. But she was a liar. And in her leadership position, she still was a liar. And it was funny because she was falling downstairs and, you know, crazy stuff was going on. But she was a double-minded leader. And being double-minded like that was really what was the cause of all of her disruption. So I remember her brother... When she was telling us a story, her brother was like, oh, please. oh, you never believe me when I tell you because I know you, he used to say, which meant he probably knew she embellished the truth. So she embellishes, and that's not okay. I remember my daughter got her first banking on her bare ass when she was about eight because she lied on someone. Like, in telling the story on someone, she lied. And I didn't like it, and I wanted her to know, you can't lie on people. Do not do that. Don't lie. But most definitely don't lie on people. And she learned that lesson, and I'm thankful, right? But there are people who are not raising these kids. Like, okay. So, we have to raise these kids properly. And the hardest part is when they're your nieces or nephews or, you know, your foster kids that came and they got to leave and go back to the hell. Okay, you try. But the key is, is that kids should not be raising themselves. That's how we get weeds, right? Putting them in daycare, you're forcing them into the hands. You're forcing them into the hands of other people, other toddlers. And you know what? Sometimes you're just too busy to raise them and they need it. And so they're being pretty much indoctrinated by the toddler daycare place who might think that Becky's cuter. And so they let her go first. Even if she's third online, they bring her to the front. You don't think little Marcus is noticing? Malcolm is noticing that they always put Becky to the front, make Malcolm go to the back and wait his turn. But he's always last and he's only the only black person or something. We've had that story happen. That's why I used it. But, um... Things are happening, and I really feel like this pandemic has put us in a position to take care of our kids ourselves. You know what? We are going to have less money. We might have to downsize the house and move into an apartment. What? We might have to, you know, drive a used car like I had to do when I decided to downsize everything so that we can pay for our son to go to college. You know, sacrifices, it ain't wrong when your kids are young. It's okay. They won't know. (laughs) Sacrifice while they're young so that when they're older, you are able to do things and it all makes sense and it's a blessing. 
But if you allow them to be indoctrinated and just be out there in the world getting, being forced to go back, you, they told you what happened. They told you something bad happened. You're going to go, you're going to cuss them out. But you're going to put them back. So, if I can't drive anything home, please hear me. Angels, for yourself, take control of your situation. You have a choice to be emotional. You have a choice to be emotional, a fucking psycho, over something really small and that you don't even know about, where you can let your mind and imagination get the best of you and swearing that people are talking about you. Oh my God, what are they talking about me? Nobody's talking about you, dummy. And if they are, they're talking about solutions on how to win and help you win. Okay? Not everybody's on that fucking drama queen train where they're constantly trying to think of ways to hurt people. Not all of us are doing that. <laughs> so today something strange happened. I get an email from the field director, and she says something like, Hey, um, I, got an, I, I got some concerns from your staff that there are challenges with ordering. And... Um, I don't know if it's this or that or whatever, whatever, but, you know, so at this point, as a result of those concerns, like where they were like, oh, and it just seemed like the way it was said, it was a complaint. But, and so I was like heated, like, are you serious? My team is going behind my back and attempting to cause me disruption. And so um, the person who turned out that they were the person that said it, um, that we don't have this and don't have that. Um, they felt guilty, you know, because the whole team was like, yo, because what happened is that comment made it to where the people made it to where now I have to tighten up my ship and, and follow these policies that I didn't really follow to the letter because they weren't doing it before I got there and nobody complained, you know, but now I have to. And so I'm like, look, because y'all, whoever said this, now we have to do this, this and this. And it made her feel bad, but at least she came and talked to me. And it was because one of the other coworkers said, you know, you should probably just go talk to her, you know. And so, um, and so she did. And I'm always open. Like, I'm not there to grandstand. Like, I was on the phone with my daughter on FaceTime. I hung up with her so that I can, you know, have a private conversation with Mamita. And, um, and so it, it went in the way that it was supposed to, you know. And, but the best part was that she expressed to me that this is not how it went down. It didn't go down as a complaint. It went down as just saying, listen, I got to get these things. And then the person asked, for what? And it's really because this particular human being is actually digging to find fault with me. And it sucks that I'm just winning, winning, winning. We're number one again. You know, we're winning the week. We're going to take this month again. I tried to tell them, like, my thing is God promised. And that's why I want people, if you don't already have a relationship and you're struggling, but you know, in your heart, you're a good person. And you might've done some things when you're younger through your indoctrination that made you go, well, God won't love me. Yes, he will. Because if you don't want to do it anymore and you want to be better, then just be better and talk to him. And every day be better. Just take steps to be better every single day and you will be better. Right? So, you know, as an angel, Please get it together. If you have been given a, the opportunity to bring a spirit here, we don't know if you brought a carry or if you brought an angelic spirit here to help us, right? Which means we got more time here because more help has come and they got to grow up. 
But now you have to protect them from the indoctrination that's going to come. And if you're struggling already with mental illness, where you're struggling with thinking people are talking about, oh, and this and that, what are you going to do when the baby is old enough to talk back or do something? You're going to slap the hell out of them? You're going to beat them to the ground? What are you going to do? Because if you don't get your head together now, you'll never have your head together, right? So angels... Fight the indoctrination that has come upon you. If you've been hurt, like something terrible happened to you, admit that shit to yourself. Even tell somebody that you can trust just to get it out. Or just tell somebody you don't even know that you'll never have to see ever again in life. So you think, because <laughs> the world is crazy the way six degrees of separation happens. They might know somebody you know. But it doesn't matter. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed you didn't do it to yourself. And even if you put yourself in the situation by going back over there to get hurt, Hey, you were a kid, right? So anyway, I'm home. I love being home. I got 15 minutes before it's 9 o'clock. And, um, you know, the podcast has 13 minutes in. I just want to say, listen, if you feel like you're angelic, you're an angel, and you're here for a purpose, then fight for your purpose. Fight for who you are. And, and also, literally, fast on purpose. Prepare in advance by your prayer. Talk to God. Plan your fast. What's it for? For how long? You don't have to starve yourself to the end of time. You can fast from the time you go to work or you wake up until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You could just, just fast, right? But the important thing about fasting is that you are um, like you're starving yourself. You're starving yourself, which means that you are sacrificing yourself. So that's the purpose of fasting, and that's why it works, right? But most importantly, you just have to just get in tune with your relationship and your vibration and don't allow people to freaking piss you off and, you know, um, keep you there, like trigger you. Because you can get pissed, just don't get triggered, right? And so, um, you know, just stay focused and, and stop being a weirdo. Stop thinking you know it all. Stop thinking that you got it covered. Stop thinking you can hang out with evil ass people and be okay. You're not okay. They're getting you. And if you're fighting and battling them, your face is going to change. You're going to look different. And so you might win the war, <laughs> but your face, all right? So, so um, have a great day and bye. You're listening to the Ena Theory Podcast with Energy. You're listening Good to morning, angels. the Ena Theory Podcast um, with Energy. I just wanted to piggyback off of the podcast that I did last night regarding um, basically just friends keeping control of your um, power, taking responsibility basically for your um triggers and preventing it from being able to stifle you but also in it's also about friends and people we consider friends and how we allow them to manipulate our lives in that way because we want to please them I guess and um or fit in or and I noticed that there's this big grouping thing, you know, here in Maryland where people like to have cliques, like they're like to be in a crowd or something. And so I feel like, you know, that, that is, is unfortunately it, it kind of like works against individuality in such a way that it's hard to really 
be who you are. Because if the whole group is toxic and they seem fun, they're all laughing and, you know, they're taking care of things. They got some money to do stuff, so they must be doing okay. They live in a nice place, right? They got stuff. And so they're having a blast. So that's where, you know, we should, you should try to get with that, right? No, you have to have enough strength of character to go, yeah, they're having fun. But what is the end game? Sincerely. Something my mom taught me. She used to drill into me, you know, you are who your friends are. You know, be careful of the company you keep because you may become like them someday. And I think that, you know, we get it very twisted when we maintain friendships that have been clearly roller coasters for no reason. And so this is where I am with friendships like that. And even relatives, anybody who's got my emotions up and down, and it's not me. They're not complaining what of what I'm doing something. They're complaining of my reactions to their behavior. So I feel like one of the most important things is to know who you are, have a strength of character that refuses to allow yourself to go through that. Because guess what? If you're alone, this is almost addicting. <laughs> you know, as a hands-on mom and wife, you know, my husband and I were together. We're together, like, every day. Like, you know, even though we both move on to our respective jobs or whatever, come back from and see each other. But I'm just saying that our time is really spent together. If we go off to do things, we would usually go with each other. And um, so we were together a lot. So, you know, being a mom a lot all day and you know the kids would get off to school thank god but then suddenly they're homeschooled right (laughs) so it's just solace is incredible so if you get a chance where you feel like people aren't reaching out to you like they used to or you know and you've tried but nobody's really responding you're starting to feel lonely don't feel alone that's an opportunity to take that chance to spend time with your higher power which in tells or in turn is your higher self so you spend time with your higher self and you have a little more power and you start to gain strength and feel peace and you should look for it and ask for it and pray about it and do things in that time that's self-building you're not every already there, you know. You're not where you're exactly where you want to be. So you still have some things that you need to do. And it's nice to prepare for that. That's what I was taught. And I did that young. And I really did appreciate my compliments, yeah. Accomplishments, yeah, when I was young and into my teens. Well, all of them. Even now. So, um, friends, angels, I just want to say that be careful of the people you allow to dictate or um, inspire you to, you know, ignore people that you think that they wouldn't like or don't let anybody control you. And it could be so lonely at first, right? But guess what? You're like an eagle, you know? A friend of mine said, a sister friend said, you know, your daughter doesn't belong there. She's like walking around with a bunch of pigeons and she's an eagle you know and so when you are an eagle you soar higher i was reading an article 
um, or just a quick gif or something that had a fact that stated it showed a picture of a crow tearing at the hairs on the back of a the feathers on the back of a eagle's neck and the eagle was gigantic compared to a crow because a crow is huge and it dwarfed the crow and made it look like it was a um one of those birds a raven you know and so it said that a crow often is the only bird that attacks an eagle and it attacks it by pecking at the back of the feathers on the back of its neck and an eagle never responds it says it just rises higher to altitudes that take the breath away of the crow and so i'm so like whoa okay on so many levels that's super important rise above the you know sometimes like you feel like you're losing the people and you don't want to, right? And you don't have to actually. It's actually your spirit doesn't want to interact with them anymore. That's why you can't bring yourself to push. Because you could get the, the attention and they would love to spend time with you. They just want you to think that they don't. Like to think that you're not so great and extraordinary. They want you to feel like you aren't important to them and they're not thinking about you often. And let me tell you something. They're thinking about you. You are extraordinary you didn't do anything to them. You don't do anything to them. But inspire, laugh, or ignore them and you don't give them attention. But if they're friends, they see everything. They felt in all of the love and energy and laughing. They got all that. And and if they're making you feel like you're not important, like first you have to self-assess to see if you are actually, you know, being neglectful in your friendship and the way you are with them. But then have a honest assessment don't use as an excuse to jump back in with people who are shady right so i just wanted to add today you know real quick that don't forget that friends as a friend be one be a friend it's not a friend isn't just somebody who's always there for them buying giving babysitting their kids or buying them food or coming over when no sometimes friends offer different supports different things and so the overall scheme here is just whatever you're offering, make it healthy, make it fulfilling, building, nurturing, love. None of that shady shit. Because if it has to be thought about twice or talked about three times with somebody that they love or care about because they're just so confused or disgusted with this behavior and you're supposed to be a friend or relative that's like a friend... You know, check yourself because we're in a time where things are happening and lines are being drawn. Either you're good or you're bad. And that's just the bottom line. And your actions will speak. You will be illuminated. Right? All right. Um, It's Saturday. Happy Saturday, angels. I will be doing my, um, you know, podcast anyway. So... Uh, I just want you to, I wanted to say it was, I'm piggybacking off with friends from last night. It's early, it's 7.47 a.m., so I was thinking about you early. I just want to say, make sure you um, share, you know, share the energy 
with your favorite people. Let them get up on it so you guys can talk about and discuss. And we can all have some dialogue because it's really fun to dialogue and interact. I love interacting. And so um, download this podcast, follow, share, comment, you know, and I'll see you next time. I think so much for all of your love.